Hello, hello. I'm Cleo, and this is the Omega Sports Women's Only Podcast. We're back again. I always like to let people know the purpose of our podcast, and it's to address common questions, concerns, and topics that help women stay active, healthy, and thrive. Of course, that's important these days. Another thing I want to add is what you can expect from us during our podcast. We're going to spend time with a collection of experts, brands, and community leaders that are helping women live their best lives. Everything from sports, fitness, health and fashion, to inspirational and empowering stories from our neighbors, and we have plenty of those. In this episode, I'm so excited. We are going to talk with Daisy. Daisy's our market leader in the Triangle at our North Hill store. She's going to talk to us about a good pair of running shoes and how it can make all the difference. And may it be work, may it be exercising, or just everyday lifestyle stuff. She's going to talk to us about that. So everybody, welcome Daisy. Daisy, say hi. Hey, guys. Hey, Cleo. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am so excited to talk to you today because I know, you know, you are in the Raleigh area. So the things that are going on down there, I just want to get a little more insight since I'm up here in Greensboro. I don't, you know, know as much of what's going on down there and your customers on all the, all of those things. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. So thank you for taking time today. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be fun. It is. But what I want to do is tell a little bit about you. So Daisy's been with Omega for over five years. She started out, I believe, were you a key carrier when you started out? No, I just, I started off off the street. I was walking my dog one day because the Petco was near the carry location. (laughs) And I just saw the help wanted sign. I was like, oh, I need part-time work. I'm a college kid. Like, wow. It was just meant to be. I just fell in love with it. Literally, happen chance. So that's awesome. Well, she is assistant manager down there at our Raleigh store, North Hills, and she's doing some awesome stuff down there. She's got a great group of ladies down there. I've had the pleasure of knowing her just about all over five years because we do talk to each other pretty often. <laughs> it doesn't matter what store you're at, but we have formed a relationship because both of us love running. And I also think she is just as passionate, if not more, about running and helping women reach their goals than I am. So, Daisy, tell me a little bit about our relationship on your end. Yeah, no, I feel like I spoke to you on the phone for two years before I actually <laughs> saw you in person. It was really nice to put like a face to the, to the voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I agree 100% because I used to think, Daisy, Daisy. And then when I met you in person, I'm like, oh, look, it's Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is, look, she's so, you talked to her on the phone and you, you expect to see this you know, super tall person with this giant personality. And then you meet her, you're like, oh my God, look at her. Oh yeah. I I definitely have like a Napoleon syndrome where I think I'm like six feet tall and like, I'm I'm real little. I'm like five, two, maybe on a good day. (laughs) And I think that's what surprised me is I'm like, oh my God, look, she's my height. (laughs) I love it. But Daisy, prior to coming to Omega, um, what were you doing? I went to state for education, actually. Wow. So I actually, I love teaching. I love 
expressing different information, which is why I think I like my job at Omega so much because I'm constantly teaching either like my employees or my customers just different and new technologies in the shoes. And it's so intriguing. And I think I'm really good at getting the point across as to what I'm saying because of my education background. That's that's why you're so good at it because you have an education background. So it's easy for you. <laughs> yeah. So what that being said, and, and your educational background and your connection with your runners and is what's some things that keeps you at Omega? I love my customers. There's this one family of five. They have five kids. And I have seen the oldest son grow from being shorter to me than a solid foot and a half taller than me. And every time wow. he comes in, I'm like, I cannot believe how big you are. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. So I, I love watching my customers change and, and you know, go through their fitness goals. I usually see them for their first pair of running shoes. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I've been there long enough that I've seen them through five pairs of running shoes <laughs> and they keep changing each time they come in. And it's, it's really great. I, I love my customers and I, I love my coworkers. It's really a family environment. Oh, that's fun. I love that. But make the best right. of COVID. They turn into your family, you know, your customers, even your coworkers. And, and when I come down there to visit you guys, you can feel it in the store with you all. So you guys are doing a great job. I'm like, oh, I'm going to 16 and hang out with that. It's <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> but you have a very interesting background. So you've always been athletic, you know, starting yeah, in your youth. I, I, I want to credit that to my mom because she made me go to dance. Mm-hmm. And I think having a dancing background has really helped me with any other sport that I've played. Having that like fundamental core strength and just athleticism from such a young age has allowed me to go to a lot of different sports and be successful at them. That's awesome. So you've moved on to several other sports, soccer, basketball. Was there one that you preferred over the other? Well, I initially loved basketball. I was really tall for my age when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why I still think I'm pretty tall, but eventually (laughs) everybody outgrew me. And I, they put me at like a pointing guard and I, I, no, couldn't, I'm not, I can't shoot at all. I was good as like a forward, like a center. Uh huh. I can't make a three pointer, save my life. <laughs> so I definitely cool. gravitated towards soccer and I love soccer. I played all through high school, year round, different co-ed teams, travel teams, school uh-huh. teams. Actually, one of my old soccer coaches is now the mayor of Durham. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Steve Shul. <laughs> now that's a transition. <laughs> right? Soccer coach to politics. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to get him and tell Mike, tell me how that transition really right. happened. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I know, um, like we talked about before, you have, you know, a grand personality. You, you, you appear and when you speak, you would think you were really tall. So all of these things in play, when you played soccer, were you a little aggressive or too aggressive or not aggressive? (laughs) Yeah, no, I was definitely, I I stopped dancing and started playing contact sports for a reason. And (laughs) I I exploited that reason. My, my middle school, middle school soccer coach and uh, everyone would always announce points on like the announcements the next day. So like Uh if you scored a goal, you got to like announce it on the intercom. And so I played defense and I'm like, well, that's not fair. Like, I don't really score points a lot, but I, you know, I'm important. 
So my coach is like, okay, every yellow, every yellow card you get, we'll put on the announcements. Oh my God. So that was my goal was to be aggressive (laughs) enough to earn a yellow card each game so I could make it on the the, the morning announcements the next day. That's hilarious. But at least it gave you goals. Like I'm going to do it. I'm in there. Oh, yeah. Me in. <laughs> no, Any red? Mess with me. No, I've never got a red card. I was never like malicious or anything. <laughs> you know, I never, I never started the fights. <laughs> I'm just not going to let you get away with that. That's yeah. All. No. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was like that. She was, she paid defense and she was that player. So I used to always remind her, you know, it's okay that you're playing against your friends. I said, yeah. but we're on the field. <laughs> There's no friendships. This all ends. Exactly. You reconnect at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about your time at state. So going to state, like I said, I went for education, mm-hmm. but my actual true calling was, was rugby. Yes. That's, that's my big like take from college is I joined the rugby team and made lifelong friends from it. That's awesome. And I actually didn't even, I had no idea what rugby was. They, uh, they do a thing called Wreckfest where you go and you get to see all the different club sports and different things you can join. And I went up to the lacrosse table and I was like, oh, I'd love to play lacrosse. Like, you know, <laughs> I've always played soccer and I don't think I'd make the club soccer team here. And they turned me down. They were like, no, we're really looking for someone with more experience and like, has the equipment and stuff. Yeah. Greater pastures so, ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was real bummed out. And so I was actually walking back to my dorm and past the rugby table. And I turned to my friend and was like, Oh, I can do that. I can play rugby. And the whole team was just like, yeah, do it. <laughs> so, so I kind of like felt like I had to at that point. Cause my big mouth made me <laughs> got you in there <laughs> sign up for rugby. But I, I turned out to the first practice and it was literally life-changing. That's awesome. So what were some of the things that you really loved about rugby? Aside from like, I know you had a, probably a great camaraderie with your teammates because you mentioned that. What other things did you like about being on the rugby team? So definitely like the inclusivity of it. Mm-hmm. I was a very tiny person and this is a very rough, big sport. Mm-hmm. And it really has nothing to do with how big you are. Tiny people, there's positions for you, you know, there's <laughs> positions for the big girls and like everyone in between. So it, no matter who signed up, you know, you don't need any experience because we can train you to fit into that position. And I thought that was awesome. And I actually yeah. worked my way up. I started as what's called a wing, which is kind of like a running back. Mm-hmm. And They're kind of a tiny, really fast people that can like go in and out and make all these little cuts. And that's where I started. And I started hitting the gym and lifting a lot more and which that in itself was intimidating because I had never been in a gym. Like (laughs) I, you know, I played soccer, so I would run laps and do pushups outside, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But I had never like gotten down on a weight bench and did chest day. Or, you know what I mean? So (laughs) a lot of the girls on the team taught me how to properly train and better my body. And that was so cool. So I started going to the gym a whole bunch and worked my way up to flanker, which is like a main tackling position. Mm -hmm. That's like what you do. You're like the first person to get off the scrum and tackle. And it was a big deal for me because I was one of the tinier players and I had this fantastic tackle and I was really aggressive. I remember one time 
I got a reputation at UNC Wilmington because it was my first game as a flanker and I was so nervous and so like ready to prove myself. <laughs> I, I came off the scrum, tackled the girl with the ball, but she got the pass off. And in rugby, the play doesn't end when someone gets tackled. It, it definitely continues. And so yeah. I went down, tackled her. She got the ball off. So I jumped up, tackled the person she passed to, and then got back up and rucked my own tackle, which oh, was God. like so cool and like the play of my life. You're like, but, yeah, anybody document that? I'm going to need a video. Yeah. <laughs> Years after, people would come up to me and be like, oh, are you Daisy? Like, I heard about that Wilmington game. Like, what? <laughs> like, yes, that was me. That was me. And guess what? I haven't forgotten any of my moves. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, did all of that lead you into your rugby? And all that you've done, did that kind of transition you more into some of the running? That's well, I actually, I, I really never thought I could be a runner. Like I was really? always fast, you know, like I was quick. I could sprint and, you know, score tries, touchdowns like all day. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted me to run, like just go out and run a mile or two miles, my body didn't like it. My knees would hurt so bad. And like my back, I would just have all these pains. I'm, you know, physically able, like cardio wise, I can play a whole game of rugby, but running my knees just hated it. Like I would get on a treadmill at the gym and try to run. And I just Mm -hmm. was like, this is why would anyone ever want to do this? Wow. That's amazing. Cause I know a lot of people feel that way about running. Like I can't do it. Well, it's really (laughs) discouraging because you're like, I know I can do it. It's just like, maybe I have bad form or maybe I'm just like not running. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but so starting at Omega, though, helped you realize what one of the problems was. Oh, yeah. Well, part of our training, you know, is talking about the different gates that people have mm-hmm. and different ways they strike the ground. And the first thing you do is teach the person what they are and how to, you know, better help someone like their feet. And so that's what they did. They're like, oh, you're really flat footed <laughs> and you need a lot more support. And I was like, support, like. What's that? What's that? (laughs) I'm supported. Like, (laughs) so, you know, arch support and it really made a difference. I ended up going with a, a levitate two. Well, first I got the Saucony guide nine and it was this really pretty blue and coral color. And I loved that shoe so much. I worked in that shoe all the time. And then I was like, okay, maybe I can like actually become a runner, (laughs) you know? Like, I think I can like give this a try. Everyone that, you know, I work with runs and they're always talking about how much they like it. And all my customers come in looking to, you know, I'm going to go do a marathon. I'm going to do a half marathon. And I was like, I I think I can do it. So (laughs) I got some Brooks levitates and put some super feet in them. Mm -hmm. And I. What are, hold on. What are super feet? Tell me about super feet. So my feet are so flat that I actually thought going with an like over-the-counter orthotic would be mm-hmm. more beneficial than a stability shoe. Okay. Because then my arches are kind of always supported and always up where they're supposed to be. And wow. I went with super feet because it's a very rigid insole. And I was having some problems with plantar fasciitis. I was working a ton on my feet. I was waiting tables and I was still playing rugby. So I was like, trying to do a lot and my, yeah. my feet hurt. So I figured a real rigid insole would kind of help my muscles heal and help those little micro tears. 
get a break. And shameless um, plug, Superfeet, you can find that any of your <laughs> local Omega Sports. I love Superfeet. That's why I wondered about her Superfeet. So I'm sorry. Well, if, I digress. No, yeah. If you come in here and you're telling me you have plantar fasciitis, I'm going to show you the Superfeet. Like we're going to have that discussion because it helped me so much. I really think there's a lot of people out there that are suffering needlessly. Yeah, I agree. That is, I, it changed my life when I, and I've been wearing Superfeet 10 years. And it, it just changed my entire gait. It, my back doesn't hurt. You know, it's, it mm-hmm. has just been a super addition to my collection of shoes and then my running gear. So that's been wonderful. So I, in saying that, you got your good shoes, got your good insole. So in your running, you know, you've had great success in rugby. So since you've been running, what are some of the benefits that you've gotten from your running? Well, the, the first thing I did was ran the Angels Among Us 5K. It's at uh, Duke Chapel every year, and it helps benefit cancer. And But my mom ran it with me. So that was the best thing. Was wow. my, I got in shape. You know, I started running, and I loved it. So I got my mom running. We're like, okay, we're going to do this 5K like together. And it was one of the first things my mom and I have really done since I've kind of become an adult. You mm-hmm. know, this is like kind of our first adult activity together. That's awesome. It was was so much fun. And I was like so (laughs) proud of her and she was so proud of me. So we actually run it every year together. And I never forget how hard those hills are. They're they're (laughs) terrible each year. (laughs) You come up on them, you're like, oh man, I forgot about these. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's kind of gotten my whole family this renewed outlook on running. Mm-hmm. My sister's in college. She's taking a long distance class as her education class right now. And I got her some ons to go with it. And my brother started exercising. He just turned 16. Wow. And so she's been running a lot. And it's it's been a, a big family thing for us. That's amazing. And I've actually, because I've been running so much and lifting a little less, I have actually lost about 40 pounds. Wow. I never so I, would have thought that in a million years just because, maybe. you know, every time I've seen you, I've seen you the way you are. I just can't even envision that. I'm like, what? But that's amazing. Running can do amazing things that sometimes weightlifting and running is a great balance. But I'm like you, running for me helps me maintain my weight. Yeah. Because I am a little piglet. Just so I, you know. I'd say I, I like to <laughs> eat what I like to eat. <laughs> Just a little piglet. That's it. It's okay. I can I can handle it. <laughs> it's under control. But I me as an athlete, I was always into running. So I really never did a lot of team sports. So yeah. running being an individual sport and then doing team sports, what do you think is the biggest difference in being on a team and then, you know, running solo? A hundred percent accountability. Like I, love that I say that one more time. accountability. Like I can't, I was in soccer. I played defense. I played goalie and the pressures of of being a goalie is almost like the pressure of running on your own because you know, you have to stop that ball and and sure it gets through every other person. But at the end of the day, when people look at that replay of how the other team scored, they see the goalie missing the ball. Yeah. So Running to me is either I catch the ball or I don't catch the ball. And the mm-hmm. only person I can blame is me. Wow. You know, 
And I just, I, I've never had so much personal responsibility and, and have rose to the occasion. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm proud of myself is, you know, I did wake up this morning and I, I drove my car to the mechanic and ran back so I could get an oil change. And like, that's such a cool feeling that I can run those four miles to the mechanic and yeah. make it a part of my workout and keep myself accountable. That's awesome. That's the one thing I love about running as well is, you know, you it just, it just gets into your spirit where you're like, okay, I need to go do this. I want to go do this and I want to do it in this time or I want to do these miles. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I say to myself is, okay, somebody said to me, oh, you're so organized. I'm like, no, I really don't have <laughs> it planned out. I just think the night before, I think I'm going to, you know, get out there and I'm going to do this many miles out there. You know, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, raining, if it's sunny. So you kind of set your own, like you said, accountability for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you miss one, you have to be able to forgive yourself. Say that again. Good. I need that on the poster. <laughs> if you, you know, it, it's okay to have a bad day and not feel like going for a run, but the next day you got to pick yourself up and go out there and get your miles in. Yeah, that is an important thing to say because I I do that to myself, but I know other people who do the same thing. And what I had to learn and what I had mentioned to other runners is if you don't give yourself a break, your body will make you do it. Mm-hmm. So pick which way, which route you want to take. So <laughs> one's easier than the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other, I end up seeing you for your like Achilles tendonitis or something that you yeah. caused running too much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been down that road before. So, <laughs> so and working for Omega Sports, you get access to a lot of different brands and a lot of different shoes. Do you have a preference for the shoes that you're running and, and why? Oh, that's such a, such a big question. It's a great like, You know, everyone, every time a customer comes into Omega, the first thing they ask me is, well, what's the best one? Like, don't, right. don't waste my time with all the other ones. I want the best. <laughs> and I'm like, that's such a loaded question. Yes. <laughs> I love all the shoes. Absolutely. Yes. They're superstars in their rights. Oh, yeah. You know? It just. It depends on how I'm feeling that day or how many miles I'm going to go out and run. For me, like I said, I I started with Saucony and Brooks. Those were kind of like my top two shoes. On has been a really great brand for me as well. Mm -hmm. Just and being that they're so light and versatile, I really feel like I can change up my, my run halfway through and like go run sprints or go like do stairs or that kind of thing. Sure. I have way too many shoes. I know. Like I, it's. If only I'm people to, knew. <laughs> yeah. No, I, my, my boyfriend is now making me like, okay, if I buy a new pair of shoes, I have to pick which ones I'm going to donate. Like it's one for one. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty where you're like, well, but this one was the one I did this. And this okay. matches this outfit. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> I ran this marathon in this shoe. I can't get rid of that. Absolutely. They don't understand that connection. Like we form a bond with certain yeah, like, shoes. You just do. Like soccer players have their lucky cleats. I have yeah. my like lucky shoes. <laughs> yep. I agree with you. One, I agree with that. And I have shoes to match clothes because I have a problem and I am oh, admitting yeah. it right now and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I have whole outfits for sure. I would say if I had to pick kind of my top shoes from my top brands uh-huh. right now, the endorphin line from Saucony is absolutely yes. 
Love it. I cannot get enough of my endorphin shift. I it's a longer distance shoe. And we actually play this game in my store when we're not busy and not, you know, stocking shelves and stuff where Mm -hmm. I'll go grab a couple of shoes and blindfold one of my employees and put different shoes on them and see if they can guess what's on their feet. That's cool. And it is so much fun. Like our we try to stump like Jason, the manager, or like Todd. That's Todd. I'll try and try and trick him (laughs) up. But it's, you know, it keeps us on our toes and keeps us fresh and, you know, the shoes constantly in our minds. But the one that surprised people the most recently is the endorphin shift, Mm -hmm. just putting it on and, you know, I kind of guide them through it. Like, okay, is it a low drop shoe? Is it really bouncy? You know, what, how does it feel? How does it fit? And that one's the one where they can't quite place what it is. They're like, it's not a Hoka. It's more responsive than Mm -hmm. that. You know, yep. but it's not, it's a lot of cushion. Like I can't place it. Yeah, so. it's a toughie. It's a, it's a toughie. Because when I got up, when I received a pair and I put it on, the response it had given me, I was not expecting that at oh, all. You just want to stand on your toes. It's like, I just want to yeah. go <laughs> like toe tap. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I was very, very surprised and pleasantly, I might add, that they just felt so great. That is a great way to let the employees get a chance to try them on, know what the difference in them is, know the brands. And then when they listen to their customers, they really get a feel for, you know, what they're pulling. So I love that. One of my part-timers, Katie, cracks me up. She knows, <laughs> you know, Katie, she, she, you know, she'll crack yeah. you up. But she, um, I grabbed a box and I pulled paper out of one of the shoes. And she's like, oh, it's not Brooks because Brooks doesn't put paper in their shoes. And so I don't even have the shoes on her feet yet. And she's already guessing what it is. Oh my God. Talk about being perceptive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie. You're on my team. Next time we do something, <laughs> I'm recruiting her. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But I know um, your store does a, well, all Omegas do a really great job at, you know, the fit process. Tell me a little bit about our thought, about this process to doing a proper fitting. For For me, it's more about, really making sure that your foot is in the type of shoe that matches what you need. Like I, you know, when you walk in, I don't just say, which one do you want to try on? Let me go grab it. I I talk to you about what your goals are, what you're currently doing in your shoes and what you want to do in your shoes. Mm -hmm. That in itself is so important because if you want to go, you know, lift and cross train and then maybe run a couple of miles, I'm not going to put you in a hoka. Right, you know, it's too too much cushion. It and makes me nervous versa. when I see people who, oh. even on the streets, they'll say, "Oh yeah, I do this and that." I'm like, "Oh, um, <laughs> can you?" I would love for you to come see us at Omega because we got some right. options. <laughs> oh, I have done that. I have I have stopped my run looking at somebody and just been like, "Hey, are, are, you should come see me. Like, you need more arch support in your shoes. I can mm. see it. I can see the pain on your face. Like." <laughs> Come see me. I can help. Absolutely. So since you've been, let me throw a question in there to you because I started doing, I just want to see if you started doing it as well. When you first started with Omega, learned about the shoe process and gait analysis and everything, did you find yourself like almost gait analysing everyone you see everywhere you go? Even like just through this whole process, you always do that. Going to amusement parks, because for whatever reason, people wear tennis shoes to amusement parks. (laughs) <laughs> and you see shoes that are like 30 years old yeah. and like 
it like I just want to be like, okay, I can you I know you don't normally wear running shoes. Like I can tell because they're like completely clean and they're made in 2002. Like, but just update your shoes and standing in line would be so much better. Like I exactly <laughs> no, I I do I I'm not a shoe snob. But I do judge people based off of like, okay, your shoes are definitely worn out. Like we need new ones now. Yeah. Yeah. I find myself doing it more often than I want to admit, but I can't help myself because you're thinking, wow, we could really help this person. So you can't help yourself. You feel remiss if you don't just approach them and say, you know, I would love for you to come visit us and let us take care of you and you know, get you in some better shoes. You'll be a better runner walker for all of runner's this. World did a, runner's World did a, like a an article once that said something like 42% of people that have plantar fasciitis don't do anything about it. They I just think like, oh, I'm getting old. My feet hurt. And I'm like, I know how bad that hurts. Like yeah. I know how bad when you wake up in the morning, just walking to the bathroom mm-hmm. hurts. Yes. And I'm like, I can't believe 42% of people aren't doing something about it, especially when it's such an easy fix. That's right. Most, most of the time there's those crazy, crazy cases, but. Right. But it's great. Like you said, I don't see how people just kind of live through it. Like, how do you do that? You don't have to. Especially, (laughs) especially those that, you know, like us stand all day at our jobs and Mm -hmm. like, our job performance, if my feet hurt, my job is I don't do as good at my job. I agree. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a worse mood. I might not do, you know, get everything that I wanted to done because I got to go take a break and give my feet a rest. Give my feet a rest. Yeah. And I think that is one thing that's important as well, working in the stores and being able to talk to customers is when you suffer from injuries that your customers suffer from, you can walk them through the recovery. And they don't feel so alone in it. So I had plantar fasciitis before. You mentioned that you've had it before. And being able to talk someone through it where they see that there is a light on the other side of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, let us help you get there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, same goes for, you know, I've had one customer come in and she was a little bit bigger of a girl. And she was very hesitant walking in. She's like, I know I need new shoes. I'm really intimidated by you know, all these shoe stores that I go into, they like all these elite runners and everything. And I was like, girl, I've been there. I, you know, I was a big girl. I lost 40 pounds. Like it's doable. Like, let's just figure out what you need for your feet. Like, you know, it's not, it's, it's so approachable and so easy to change your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You just have to have someone that you trust to help you do it. Absolutely. And that is what's important is having someone that you trust to help you through it. And someone who's not going to judge you. You know, we are here to help you. We are here to, you know, get you the best things that you need to, you know, reach your goals. And any of our listeners, if you want to learn anything else or any further information about our fit process, you can visit us at getfit.omegasports.com. And it'll tell you a lot about the process that we use, give you a little more information on a lot of the shoes and orthotics that we recommend. Because orthotics are so important to, you know, your shoes and the longevity of your shoes. So I know my orthotics have taken me a long, long, long way, (laughs) to say the least. But before I let my daisy go, I want to mention, you have a new awesome series launching with us called Seriously Saucony, which I think is, that's a cool name. I don't know who came up with that. 
Like, who thinks of this stuff? Like, how do I get involved? This is so awesome. I know you were picked for this by our head of marketing because you're a serious Saucony fan. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I, I do. Like I said, the guide was one of my first shoes that I got. And I actually get one every year since then. There's this new guide trail that they came out with. So hmm. now I'm running in my favorite shoe on the trails. And it's a beautiful red and black NC State color scheme. Oh, God. So that also makes me happy. <laughs> That's awesome. But I, I do. I, I love my Sauconies. I actually got to go to Camp Saucony. I remember last that. Last summer. And that was such an amazing experience. I got to play with all their like Olympic athletes. We did all these like cool games and I learned all this new technology and met people from literally all over the country. There was a girl from Alaska and people from California and Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> you can't say it without it, putting that little accent in there. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was great. And, you know, it really, it really helped me see what life is like at some of these brands and mm-hmm. what they do kind of behind the scenes and how much they really do care about their customers. And that's, it was just mind blowing. It was great. And, and us, you know, because we we're on the front lines and they really mm-hmm. care about the retail workers and making sure that they know their products. They're like outfitted in sufficient shoes and just, it was, it was a great environment to be a part of. That's awesome. Yeah. I've always been a fan of Saucony. I, you know, from their reps to their sales reps, to their brand, to the shoes, it's just, They've always, I mean, I remember retro ones when I was in high school, you know, we wore Saucony lifestyle shoes all the time. Yeah. So. But I know that you guys are still creating this series and it will be launching soon. But what are some of the seriously Saucony models everyone should be asking for right now? And for Christmas, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, well, the endorphin line is absolutely amazing if you can get your hands on it. I know, out- right? <laughs> they oversold these shoes. So if you, if you find one, get it because it will be gone. That is a good problem to have, though. (laughs) (laughs) The ride this year has been doing really impressive things. I've been Mm -hmm. pulling it alongside the normal, the goes, you know, the 880, and it's been performing really well. I do love the Triumph. I always have. It's a very, very cushioned shoe that's very, very durable. And a lot of times with some of these newer shoes, they're a lot lighter and a lot softer but they don't last you very long. And mm-hmm. some people are expecting their shoes to last kind of like they did 10 years ago when they were three pounds heavier. Right. So for me, Saucony does a great, a great job of balancing all those different aspects into one perfect shoe. Wow. It's durable, it's bouncy, it's cushioned. Yeah. That's great. Though. I love it. That's pretty fantastic. Well, we can tell, say one thing. If you want to see any of the Saucony shoes, you can go to Saucony.omegasports.com to look at the line of shoes that we carry for Saucony. And they have different colorways that you can select from. And if there's anything you want to try on, feel free to come into any of your local Omega Sports. And anyone in there would be willing to help you and get you fit into the proper shoe. So, But Daisy, I can't thank you enough for coming out here and chatting with me about your rugby days, running. And all things Daisy. <laughs> yeah, this was so much fun. And I love when people come in and ask for me and be like, oh, I heard you on Cleo's podcast. Let yeah. me know because that would totally make our day. Absolutely. If you guys have any questions, if you're just in the area in Raleigh, by all means, check out Daisy. She is definitely the girl to see down there. But thank you so much for being here with me today. 
Thank you, Cleo. I had a ton of fun. Yes, yes. But as always, please follow us where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, etc., any of those platforms. And don't forget to like and rate us. And guess what? We'll see you next time. And thanks again, everyone. Bye.